I'm attorney Justin Clark. Coming up just ahead on You Have Real Estate, Veterans Day is just ahead. And who better to invite today than two awesome agents who happen to be veterans? Eric Pagan, Armando Perez, join me. It's all just ahead as You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, seasoned investor, or even looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed for you. Think of like hitting multiple open houses all from your living room with my attorney advice throughout the show. All you have to do is call 407-205-0400. I have people standing by right now to answer any question that you may have. And also, if you are going to start your house hunt this weekend, you're going to need that pre-approval letter. No one's going to show you any houses without it. I have Dallas Lehman with You Have Mortgage standing by right now at that same number. 407-205-0400. Let's let him get you pre-approved today and start that house hunt right away. Excellent show in store for you today, but first it's time for my opening statement. You ask me all the time, Justin, should I do for sale by owner? Should I sell my house by myself? I don't want to pay this real estate commission of 6%. I know a lot about real estate should you sell your house without using a realtor? Let's just look at the numbers. And Ryan, Derek, you guys might want to put this on the screen. The average sales price last year for a home that they used a real estate agent to sell, $249,000. This is nationwide, guys. The average price for a for sale by owner home, $190,000. That's almost $60,000 difference for people who used a Realtor versus people who tried to sell the house themselves. Look, I like going down to Ace Hardware as much as the next guy to buy the, you know, the for sale sign or whatever, you know, to go up and down the aisle. That's fun. But let's just go to Ace Hardware and leave the for sale signs at Ace Hardware because I think it's better to use an agent. I mean, look at these numbers again, 249,000. Even if you pay the 6% commission, that's almost 15,000. It leaves 234,000 net to you versus 190,000 on average without an agent. This means you're leaving $44,000 on the table. And that's one of the reasons why I don't think for sale by owner is the way to go. But there's plenty of other reasons not to do it by yourself as well. Number one, safety. I mean, you're inviting people that you're finding on Craigslist or wherever you're advertising this house into your home. In 2019, this can really create safety concerns for you or even worse yet, your family. So I really think safety is an issue. Also, it's difficult marketing. You know, you don't have necessarily access to MLS and all the other tools that real estate agents and brokers have to market your home effectively. It also gets stressful. You don't know what goes into this transaction. The buyer's going to have to get an appraisal, an inspection. You're going to have to deal with all of this stress by yourself. It takes more time and time is money. It's going to take you longer to sell this house if you do it for sale by owner than if you use an agent. And in the real estate world, time is money. Also, what about disclosures? Do you really want to sell your house to someone and then get sued two weeks later for $100,000 because you didn't disclose something that you should have disclosed? And there's so many other reasons as well that I think for sale by owner Unless maybe you're you know, a realtor, really very involved in the real estate market yourself, I don't agree for sale by owner is the way to go. And now it's time for real questions. Every Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, we ask real questions to the truly trend-setting people in Central Florida's real estate community. Today on the show, 
a very special show. As you may know, Veterans Day is coming up here in a couple of days, and we invited two amazing agents who also happen to be veterans as well. We have Eric Pagan with Premium Properties and Armando Perez of Heroes Real Estate Group. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. First and foremost, thank you for your service. You know, I, we forget, I think, throughout the year a lot of times to say thank you and uh, just how important your service was to me and to, to everyone watching right now. Thank you very much. Hey, what, what does Veterans Day mean to you? Uh, to me, it means um, recognizing people that came before <clears throat> us, you know, um, the people that put their lives on the lines for our freedom. And what, how, someone like me who's not a veteran, Armando, how should we say thank you? Because we, we don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, you know, but we also want to say thank you. What is the best thing that people can do to, to really acknowledge your service without, without making it seem uncomfortable? You know, one thing I have um, um, know as a veteran and, and being a lot of veterans, it doesn't take much. We're not people who want a lot of things. I mean, the simple just coming up to us, just saying thank you. That's all you got to say. It means more to us than anything. Got There's it. nothing, we don't need anything special. We, we signed the dotted line and uh, we did our job and a simple thank you is all we asked for and we appreciate that. Got it. Talk to me a little bit about being a real estate <clears throat> agent first of all, because I think there are a lot of people at home saying, oh, that's such an easy job, you know, you, you work uh, Saturday here and there and then the rest of the week you, you don't have to do much of anything. I think there's maybe a, a total a misunderstanding of what, what the life of a real estate agent really is. How would you describe your life as a realtor? You know, I always tell people, you know, uh, you know, oh, you're a realtor, you're a real estate broker, all you do is sell real estate, like, you, like kind of what you said. But, you know, I always tell people, I don't sell real estate. When I show people houses, the houses will pick themselves. You know, I've shown people three houses and 80 some houses. And when they walk into that house, they you know that house, this is it, this is the one. My job is why I tell them is to protect them and broker the deal. Make sure that all those things that you mentioned about appraisal inspection and all the up for coming issues that could happen that I eliminate those issues beforehand so that they make the process for them more simple. Um, and it can be very hectic during those process, but that's what we try to do is try to make that process smooth. And uh, so it's an easy process for them. Eric. It's not as easy as it looks, is it? No, it's not. Um, you know, the, the stigma is that, like you said, uh, yeah, we do open houses on the weekends and we have the uh, Monday through Friday, you know, free. But that's not the case. Um, you know, every time that phone rings, it's a potential client. And, um, you know, whether it's um, 9 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock at night, you have to answer that phone. So we're basically on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just like being in the military, basically. It's similar. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we talked earlier about for sale by owner, and I recommend people don't do for sale by owner. But the marketing piece is, is kind of important. I think people don't recognize what you guys do marketing-wise, whether it's putting on MLS and other things. I mean, what should we be doing marketing houses that we're listing well you know the main thing is getting getting it out there you know getting the uh the property in in view of the public and i i think you know the more um marketing a person does or a realtor does is 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 beneficial to the the client so by doing the open houses, um, flyers, um, even, you know, going out there and um, networking parties. I mean, uh, you know, just just getting 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 it out there um, to as many people as you can would help. 
What do you think, Armando? What separates a, a bad agent from a good agent from a great agent? So I will tell you what I tell my agents, and that is communication. You, this buyer or seller don't have the knowledge that we have. You can't expect them to know that. So when they're calling you, it's because they have a question. Um, when there's, uh, they need to know the whole process. You need to lay it out. And what I see is I actually gain a lot of clients in there, and you might agree with me, is that I have people call me and say, my, my realtor don't tell me this. My realtor don't tell me. I don't know what's going on. And it's just to communicate. If you can let them know the process of everything that's going on, and when something happens, letting them know ASAP, if you keep them informed, that is the key to it. A lot of realtors don't even return phone calls. <laughs> I'll call you back tomorrow morning. Well, you know, that's, yeah. that's, not, that's not real. And so I think you need to um, stay, keep that communication all the time. And I think that really does separate the average agent from the one that doesn't call you. I mean, how accessible should my agent be, whether, it, whether it's the listing agent or my buyer's agent? How accessible should they be? Should they call back within 24 hours? Should it be a couple hours? What do you think? Well, I'm being honest. I mean, I tell my people I'm, I'm up early at 7, mm -hmm. and I, I, get, I go to sleep late till midnight. So you text me, call me, whatever you need to do. But everyone's not like that. We all have a do. We do all, all have our, one, our life. But, you know, I would say if you can, at least return it the next day and um, just uh, – People, I mean, I just, my experience is that people really do want you at all times. And like you said, our job is a 24-7 job. So I've talked to someone last night at 1130 at night over an offer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, man. I'm sitting in front of my TV, but it is what it is. And so I guess it's just how, you know, uh, successful you want to be. I think the more accessible you are, the more successful you are. Exactly. I, I agree. And I think the real elephant in the room here is that the good agents get back to you really quickly. I mean, you can you can put on your email uh, address or signature line, hey, I will, won't get back to you in 24 or 48 hours. But in reality, it's really hard to do real estate well when you when you live like that. I mean, yeah. you almost have to always be available as an agent, don't you? Always. Yes, always. And it's uh, so the, I think the best agents get back to you really quickly. There, there's nothing wrong with you expecting your agent to get back with you within 24 hours, but even more likely within... Within a couple hours. For sure. Yeah. yeah 100%. I, yeah, I, I totally agree. I would say about two hours would be um, a good time, um, if not enough sooner. Yep. Let me sit. Let's pretend like I'm a buyer right now and, and you guys are my buyer's agent. And I see a house that I want to go see. I saw it online. It's Saturday. I, I'd like to go see it this afternoon. How quickly should I be able to go get into a house to, to go see it? Well, it really depends on, on how the, the listing is and how the listing agent has um you know if they if they have if it's vacant um they probably just have it on the supra or, or you just uh, mm -hmm. click on um through the mls to get the 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 code to get in and we could do it right away but sometimes it's it's not vacant and on the mls would say on the remarks that it, you need 24 hours so it really depends on how and what the um the actual property yeah. is being listed as Again, like you guys set up, again, if it's 24-hour notice, something like that. Um, I usually try to take another step forward, too, because if, if it's an FHA buyer, VA buyer, most mm -hmm. likely has to be a move-in ready. I'll go as far as even checking the history. Oh, this property has been under, right. under contract three or four times. Maybe I need to call the agent first, find out there's any issues that maybe you can't even purchase that property. So just take it an extra step. And again, I like guess the setup as well. Yeah. So let's say you're my listing agent then, mm -hmm. and I'm one of these paying clients and I'm saying, well, you know, I have kids, I've got a big dog. You can only come in on Thursdays between five and seven. Is that a good way to list your property? Yeah. If it's something like that, I mean, sometimes I'll, you know, I may think twice of what, you know, how we're going to move mm -hmm. forward because we can't sell your house if we can't get people in there. That's the, that's what you are 
wanting my help for. Well, that's the same kind of client that's going to yell at you for not selling their house. You're like, mm -hmm. sir, you're not letting me show your house. You know what I mean? So what is normal? Let's say I am listing my property through you guys. What What's normal? What, what kind of restrictions should I put on when people can come see it? Well, I mean, you know, it really depends on, on, on your schedule as well, too. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we know that everybody has a life. So, um, but you, you have to really try to make your make make it accessible mm -hmm. because we may have a client or get a buyer that wants to to see it and that could be the perfect house for <laughs> exactly. them you know so i think that you know there there should be um, times throughout the day, throughout the week that they should be available or should be available for um, a showing the answer is if you're looking to sell your house for maximum <clears throat> value as quickly as you can you need to make your house as accessible as possible obviously we understand if you're having family over for Thanksgiving, you're not going to show your house at that time. We understand that you know you can put some restrictions, but don't get mad at your agent if you're only letting them show it once a week. When when we have buyers out there, maybe that perfect buyer wants to come in on Saturday. You know they don't care that you're at the soccer game or whatever. Trust your agent to to let them show the house, even if you're not going to be there. That's the way I see it anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about research now for buyers as well because. I mean, clearly, we live in a digital age. You can take virtual tours of homes from, from your living room, of course. I mean, how, but how much research do you think I should do as a buyer prior to really starting that house hunt? Should I fall in love online or should I wait to fall in love until I get to the house? Well, you know, um, a lot of times people go online to do, you know, the research. It, like you said, it is a digital age. Um, I, I really don't like to tell my clients to fall in love with the house you know, without actually seeing it. Um, a lot of times these people, uh, when they go online, some of these houses are not updated to where they're already pending or they're sold. Yeah. So, you know, yes, it's good to go online, do your research um, prior to, but, you know, if you really want to get the nitty gritty, you definitely got to call one of us and so that way we could do the research and the due diligence for you. For sure. What do you think, yeah. Armando? No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I mean, I see it all the time where people are on the Zillow and all that, and they see all these stuff, and then they'll, oh, I want to see all these houses or whatever. And then, you know, I think it's good because they can kind of gauge where they're pre-approved for. So, you know, a lot of times they say, well, I'm going to pre-approve for, you know, 200, and then they see that their taste is not really 200. Yeah. So it kind of brings them down to earth a little bit. Okay, well, if I'm going to be here because that's where I need to be financially, then I need to get that in my mindset. Um, so I, I don't have a problem with it, but I do agree with Eric as far as like, you know, show me what you're looking at. Because again, I find many times like Zillow is really not accurate. Mm -hmm. So they're like, they're, they're showing me a house that's not even active, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, so hey, I'm glad that I see what you like now. So let me send you some stuff that I, you know, that I see what you're liking. Right. You know. So yeah, one of the options that we have when we go to sell a home is you know, I see these advertisements for hire an agent for $500 flat mm -hmm. fee. I'm not here trying to bash mm -hmm. any real estate agent out there. We know how hard your job is. That being said, I mean, what do you think you get when you hire one of these $500 all-in agents? Well, from what I see, and, and I think we all know who those people are, but it's just that you get what you pay for. You know, they're going to take the pictures that you take, not professional pictures, and they're going to put them out there, and they're going to put the information you give them and that's about all you're going to get. You're not going to get any representation. You're not going to probably get the best advice you can. You're going to do all the work, you know. So yeah, it's just one of those I believe you get what you pay for where as you have a real estate agent or broker, they're really going to look out for your well-being and 
accommodate you and make sure that everything is to your liking and to um, doing, making sure everything is to protect you, like you spoke earlier about protection yep. and safety families and all that stuff. Well, and and I, I agree definitely with Amando. I mean, um, you know, you get what you pay for. You know, if you, um, if you trust <laughs> – uh, the biggest purchase of your life to someone that's just charging five hundred dollars, yeah. um, then you know, what 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 is he really doing for you, or her? You know, um, uh, we as realtors we take pride in in basically being of ethical, and um, you know, giving our clients the best treatment that they can get. Thoughts on open door and e buyers, Eric. Mm. To uh, be honest here. Okay. Um, o- o- open door, e-buyers. Um, I, I see it like a, as a boiler room. You know, like back in the days when uh, people were just throwing penny stocks at you. And, and, and um, I, I just, I don't see the, the one-on-one, the, the uh, hands-on sure. that you get when you have uh, a realtor. Um, that's not doing bulk. Do you like selling your house for $500,000 and the only person you can really ask is a 1-800 number? You know, if you have questions, well, call the 1-800 number. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Call your client concierge. Right. I don't think it's a great way to sell a house unless you're, like, you're getting transferred. You've got to be out of here in two days or something. Maybe there's some rare circumstances. I'm, I'm not a huge uh, iBuyer uh, type of guy. So uh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Last question, and then we're going to show some awesome houses here. Veterans benefits. Veterans Day is coming up, as you know. And, and Armando, you told me something I wasn't aware of before before the show. Tell me about the property tax deal. Okay. So everybody knows um, if you're a veteran and you are 100% disabled and you have a claims and you get 100% disability, that your property taxes are pretty much taken care of. Um, but what a lot of people don't know is if you're a veteran and you at least have a 10% disability, which is most veterans who claim anything get 10%, you actually get an additional $5,000 off your tax um, a tax break on that. So a lot of people don't know that. So, I mean, if you have at least a 10% disability, you know, go down to your appraisal office and fill out the form and you can get an additional $5,000 off your taxes. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, guys, are you ready to tour <coughs> some properties today? Mm-hmm. Yes. Four cool. awesome yes. properties to show you. All right, Eric, let's start with you here. Let's go to Smithy's Street. Uh, this is Lake Nona. Tell me about this property. Well, um, this property is um, a real, you know, for, for first-time buyers, I think. It's a two-bedroom, um, two-and-a-half bath um, property in Lake Nona, Lake Nona, which is a very, you know, very up-and-coming um, uh, area. And um, I think that um, it is... Something that's that's good for, um, you know, that that first time home buyer that's they're, they're going to start a, a family um, has a loft, sitting room, um, can it be easy, easily converted to another room. Um, it is uh, listed. It was listed at four forty. Uh, they reduced it to four twenty five, and um, you know, uh, I think it's a really great property in a great area. It looks brand new. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's an awesome property. And Lake Nona, obviously, Lake a Nona. hugely uh, growing area. I think, obviously, yes, some great investments can be had uh, down in, in Lake Nona as well. And by the way, if you have any questions about these properties or you would like to see these properties this weekend, all you have to do is call 407 205 
800-800-0400. We can even get you pre-approved for a mortgage to go make an offer on one of these properties or any other property this weekend. I have Dallas standing by again, 407-205-0400. Now let's head over to Cocoa Beach. Yes. Bahamas Boulevard. Eric, tell me about this one. All right. This is um, a 3-2, um, and it's in Cocoa Beach. It's on the canal, so you could bring a boat. It also has a pool. Um, it is also has a um, you know private office um, on there. Uh, it's a really big, nice house. It's uh, a little over 2,500 square feet. And, um, you know, Cocoa Beach, what can you say? <laughs> you know, it oh, so is, it's right on the canal. I yeah, got it's you. right on the canal. Oh, nice. I mean, you could bring your boat uh, and, and it has the uh, the outside um, deck area. It's very, very uh, well maintained. Um, and this is going for 529. 529 on the canal front. Not, I mean, that's not bad at all. No, right? it's not. To be no, right on the canal. not on the canal. No, it's, it's yeah. great. If you would like to make an offer, go see this property. I'll hook you up with Eric Pagan right away. 407-205-0400. I'll also post this information on the website, which is youhavepower.com. Awesome properties, Eric. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Armando, you have a couple to show me as well. Now, this one I spent a lot of time very close to. Winderly <laughs> Place, number 111 over in Maitland. So my office is on Winderly Place, just so you know. I so that. I know this community really well. Really awesome uh, place right in the middle of Maitland. For sure. Tell me about this one. Yeah, this is this is property right here, 1010 Winderly Place, unit 111, uh, three, two and a half, uh, 1640 square feet, uh, fairly new, 1999. Uh, we got it listed at 225, but this is a uh, location's all. That's this home is all about location right here, right there in the middle of Maitland, close to downtown. Um, really well, really well kept. It was uh, used as an, an uh, investment home, um, and it's still looking great. Uh, we got two, uh, upstairs, all the bedrooms are upstairs, and then you have all your common areas downstairs. But you got your engineer, engineer laminate flooring there. Um, you have a screen in area that you can enjoy the conservation area, but you got a great community with a pool, gated. Uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful property. And at two twenty five, your payment's like thirteen hundred dollars a month or something like that. I, I'm guessing a little bit, yeah. but somewhere around there. To rent this property, you're looking at twenty three hundred dollars a month probably. I mean, your your mortgage on this is going to be significantly less than if you were to go rent this place. Yeah, this is definitely a property that can be for investment or a first time home buyer or just uh, someone that's just on the move a lot and just needs uh, don't want the outside care. Yeah, exactly. Know, so. And the price point was two twenty five. Two twenty five, right? Awesome. If you have any questions, 407-205-0400. Now you're going to take me up to Chuliota. Where is that? I always forget where Chuliota is. Right outside of Oviedo. That's right. We like to call it the suburbs of Oviedo, (laughs) Seminole County. Chuliota, Brumley Road. Armando, tell me about this. Same owner as uh, Winderly. Um, This homie, he just moved out of this home. Um, It's a beautiful home out of Chuliota, uh, four, two, two and a half. Um, also has two bonus rooms upstairs that could be used for movie theater or uh, another office. But this is definitely a home for entertainment. Right out, right outside that kitchen is a, a private uh, uh, office and really built out. Uh, nothing was spared in this house. Everything was done to the top max. Those tiles you see there were shipped in from Italy. Uh, so this is really, really uh, beautiful home in Chiliota and the privacy out there for someone who Really wow. likes to be near the city, but have their own privacy out there, gated home. And what is the price point on this one? This one's seven seventy-five. 
I mean, that's a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. It looks very updated, too, no? Yeah. There's still some things, but for the yeah. last part, they have updated a lot since, he, since he's owned it. And is Chulio to Seminole County still? It is. So it you're is. so you're you're still in Seminole County up in no Chilliard. HOA and it's beautiful, unbelievable. I mean, those H- being without an HOA sometimes is is great for people, you know. Correct. Especially if you've had issues with your HOA before. Correct. Uh, Brumley Road up in Chulliota, four zero seven two zero five zero four zero zero. If you have any questions about any of these properties, I'll hook you up with these guys today. Four zero seven two zero five zero four zero zero. And now, without further ado, it is time for today's Real Estate Roundtable. Each week here on You Have Real Estate, we answer your questions from throughout the week. All you have to do is go to the website, youhavepower.com. You can ask me a question right there, and we might just answer your questions next week here on You Have Real Estate. Let's go up to Lake Mary. John in Lake Mary. What are the maximum repairs I can be responsible for as a seller? Hmm. I don't think there's necessarily an exact, exact amount, amount there, yeah. but I think in the contract yeah. it'll normally say something. Yeah, there, yeah, there is no exact amount, but per our FARBAR contract, I mean, you'll read that it says uh, 1.5% of the purchase price. Um, but again, it's what you want to do to sell that property. So if you have an issue that comes up and, you know, you're willing to take care of it to get the deal done and all parties are happy, then, you know, it could be a little more than that 1.5%. Yeah, just, I mean, the contract, I think, says 1.5%, yeah, but then if, if they see the roof needs to be replaced, that the negotiation is ongoing at that correct. point, right? That is correct. So I, that normally comes up in the inspection, I presume, right, yes, guys? Yes, or yeah, appraisal. definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, or appraisal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if, let's say I offer $300,000 on a house, and then I, I get the inspection done and I see some other issues, uh, we can continue to negotiate with the seller to, sure. to get it done. How do you see that normally resolved? Do you normally find that the sellers will get the job done or they'll give me cash to do the work? Either or. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to put a finger on it because it really depends on the seller. Right. You know, um, if they want to, if they don't want to deal with the, you know, the fixing on their own, they'll offer cash mm-hmm. at closing for it, you know. Um, so it, it's, 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 it's a 50-50 thing. Yeah. Should I be concerned as the buyer, though, that the seller might do the improvements kind of half, you know? Well, if you... A lot of times we'll put that, you know, roof be, be repaired by a licensed roofer oh, or something yeah. like that. We're just not going to put that on there, uh, gotcha. just roof replacing. Then he gets someone doing it without permits. No, you All definitely right. want to have your agent make sure that that is done by licensed persons. June and Kissimmee, who pays for closing costs in Florida? Gentlemen? <laughs> it could be both. Yeah. It could be the seller. It could be the uh, the buyer, depending on, on the contract and on the, on the negotiations. Uh, there are some times where um, a buyer will make an offer and say, well, they, they want the, the seller to pay the, con- uh, pay the closing costs. Um, so it, it could be either or. Lucy in Melbourne, should I try to negotiate my agent's commission? Well, I don't... I would tell, I would return to the question, and is this, when you get paid, are you going to pay me $500? Yeah. <laughs> pay me some of your commission, pay yeah. some of your paycheck that All you right. worked hard for. So, I mean, I think us, us uh, real estate agents and brokers work hard for what we do to protect you through the process. Um, so, um, that's going to be an individual thing, and it's up to the agent to make that decision. Um, but, uh, you know, think about it if it was on the other, other way around. And be careful, too, because if you start negotiating that commission, they're going to have to disclose that in MLS, which I guess ethically the buyer's agent shouldn't not show your house. But 
I mean, human nature tells you they are more likely to show a house that is paying full commission than a house that's paying two or one and a half percent. That's the way I see it. So I always vote for not negotiating your agent's commission. Now, if you get to the end of the deal and you can't pay off the mortgage or something like that, you know, maybe maybe we can give a little bit at that point. But I think up front, I don't think we really negotiate the agent's commission. That's just my feeling. Gentlemen, awesome job today. Eric Pagan, Premium Properties. Thanks for being here, buddy. You can come back anytime, all right? Armando Perez, Heroes Real Estate Group. Thank you, brother. But most importantly, you know, thank you for your service. But you're doing an awesome job as agents out there as well, and you're welcome back here anytime. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And most importantly, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions about anything we talked about today or you want to get pre-approved, people are standing by right now, 407 205 0400. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate.